Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text for today's message is taken from our gospel reading from John chapter 10 with an emphasis on these words. Jesus said, I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, then they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. This is our text, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Oh, I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. And I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I just want to be a sheep, ba, 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 ba. No, you don't. Not really, at least not if you're being honest with yourself. In fact, I imagine that just about every fiber of your sinful being this morning wrestles mightily with the whole notion of being referred to as something so condescending, so lowly, so stupid, pitiful, and lazy as a sheep. We detest the idea of made to, to, of being made to follow like sheep. And this is why our Facebook feeds are filled with posts from the underground news networks that give you stories the general public can't or won't hear. It's the reason why we go against the grain of society at every turn, demonstrating what, what unique and extraordinary and rugged individuals we are. It's why we refuse to hear the voices that call for us to be meek, subservient, quiet, and obedient. Wake up, sheeple, we like to say. Being a sheep is a losing game in a world full of wolves. In fact, it's probably better to be a wolf than a sheep, right? Cunning, strong, able to fend for yourself or cooperate in a pack if you need to, and most importantly, not subject to anyone's orders. But friends, there's really just one problem with this, though. God doesn't call us to be wolves, and in fact, he never made us to be wolves. He did not make us to be lonesome or vicious, nor does he command us to prey on the weak in order to sustain ourselves or to bolster our own worldly status. Our God calls us in the scriptures his sheep, because we are to be humble, gentle, peaceable, eager to follow his voice and to obey his commands. And yet, oftentimes, like sheep, we go astray. We get distracted by other voices that sound more appealing, voices that tell us, sure, you can be a wolf if you want to be a wolf. You can be large and in charge. You can do things your own way, and you can show the world your worth. And we may believe these voices, too. We may cut out an identity for ourselves or a public image that shows us to be strong and independent, free-thinking, self-reliant, and above all else, capable. But friends, I tell you this morning, we're still sheep. We're still following something, even if it's not the voice of our Lord and Shepherd. Like it or not, acknowledge it or not, 
We human beings were born followers. We follow trends and we follow fashion. We follow news stations and social media influencers. We follow movements and metrics, money, technology, teams and tribes of all various different kinds and sorts. We follow whatever makes us feel not like sheep, but like wolves. We follow and we follow until, well, until we're led to slaughter. This is why Jesus speaks the way that he does to us in John 10. Some of the most familiar and comforting words in all of the Christian religion, and I tell you again today, some of the most summarily rejected words of our Lord. Because, as sheep, we are often a bunch of bleating, ignorant rebels. We love the idea of Jesus being on our side or standing by as a safety net when life becomes challenging, but we hate the thought of actually having to follow him as our shepherd. We hate the idea of not being in charge. We despise the Lord for taking command and authority over us. We'd much rather follow the voices that deceive us into thinking that we're not really following at all. And so our shepherd warns us this morning. He says, He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, pay attention to those terms because we're going to come back to them, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand, and he cares nothing for the sheep. Friends, there are an awful lot of hired hands in our world who want you to think that they're your shepherd. Even some false shepherds who come to you in the name of Jesus, but do not teach as he taught or follow in the way that he is commanded. These hired hands seek their own personal gain, and they seek it at your expense. Turn on the television during the day, and you're likely to come across voices like those of the televangelists, who tell you that you can pray your way to worldly fortune, and that you can receive a special blessing from the Lord your God if only you donate handsomely to their organization. Likewise, if you hop on the internet and you log into social media, you can go down any number of rabbit holes, all that, all that your heart desires, chock full of all kinds of different voices and hired hands, all of them whispering those sweet nothings that you want to hear. And in so doing, leading you away from your shepherd. The talking heads on the left will tell you that you can be whatever your heart desires, regardless of the reality of the world around you. And the talking heads on the right will tell you that they have the monopoly on following Jesus because they have locked down the evangelical demographic into their corner, so you'd best get on board. The conspiracy theorists, they are going to spin wild tales that let you escape from the real world if you just buy into their strange and false narratives. QAnon and other fake news outlets, they're going to tell you that it's up to you to take charge of your destiny, to arm up, and to bend the world to your will. All, of course, by putting your trust in them or in certain political personalities. 
Each of them calls out words that sound appealing, maybe even reasonable. But all of them are hired hands, and I tell you, as Christ your Lord tells you, they care nothing for you. They care nothing for the sheep. So then, an important question. How do we tell the voice of our Good Shepherd from the voices of those hired hands? How can we, mere sheep, distinguish among so many flocks and so many shepherds? Here Jesus tells us, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. The voice of your shepherd, dear brothers and sisters in Christ, is the voice of the one who cries out forgiveness from Calvary's cross. The voice of your shepherd is the voice which invites you to place your cares and your burdens on him. The voice of your shepherd is the voice who calls to you with his gifts, the waters of holy baptism, which gives you new life in his flock, and the bread and the wine, which are his body and blood, given and shed freely for you. Listen to his voice, you wandering sheep, and listen to no other. For by his voice you are led to green pastures and still waters. By his voice you are given life forever. The voice of your good shepherd is the voice which pronounces you to be forgiven and makes you his very own. For it is the only voice in heaven or on earth with the authority to do so. By his voice... You have life, and you have it abundantly. This authority he exercises in sacrificing himself for you. He says, For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. See then, dear brothers and sisters, how much it is that your shepherd loves you, his sheep, that he would willingly lay down his life for your sake, that he would triumphantly take it up again to lead you by the hand into his everlasting kingdom. No other shepherd, no hired hand, loves you in this way. Their voices will not save you, for indeed they cannot save you. For really they are no shepherds at all, just as you are not wolves at all, but you are sheep. There is but one and only one shepherd who might be called good. And so do not despise his voice, do not shirk from his commands, rather rejoice that you are sheep that you are his sheep. And more than that, pray earnestly for those who still persist in listening to the other voices. For I have other sheep that are not of this fold, the good shepherd says. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock 
and one shepherd. Accordingly, may we not be divided by the voices of the hired hands, nor let us spurn one another or lead each other away from this flock. For we are all one in the name of Christ, our shepherd. And through us, he desires to bring new sheep into his fold, that they too may have the very same life that he offers up, the life which was given so richly to us. For their sake and for ours, let us conclude this time together in the word, in humble prayer. We pray. Lord God, I just want to be a sheep, a sheep of Christ the shepherd, who for my sake laid down his life and has taken it up again. Teach me to follow in his fold all my days, that by my example others may come to follow him. May I never want, but walk in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Let me find comfort in his rod and his staff, as I make my way through the valley of the shadow of death, to your banquet hall where he prepares a table for me. Make me ever to be of his humble fold, that I may, by your goodness and mercy, be numbered among the saints in glory and dwell in your house forever. All this I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, the good shepherd of his sheep. Amen. May the peace of God, which far surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in the same Christ Jesus, our good shepherd, unto life everlasting. Amen.